0: glory whoa this is the second service of thirty days of glory 2021 whoa Amen. amen lift your right hands to heaven father we rejoice that we are accepted in the beloved thank you for this great opportunity to learn to be equipped to grow in the knowledge of christ and to be beautified with the riches of redemption. I pray and I decree that as your word comes with clarity burnings and yokes are destroyed. Whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. Your people built up, equipped, edified and Jesus is glorified. Thank you for the blessing upon this service today in Jesus precious name and every believer says a powerful amen. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our faith together as we say these words. I am born of God. we want to welcome everybody to 30 days of glory 2021 we're so glad to welcome all of you by way of Kingdom Life Network, all of the social media community and all of the Akwaibom State community connected to this service by way of Comfort FM, XL FM, Radio Akwaibom, Passion FM, Inspiration FM and Heritage FM. We're so glad to welcome all of you. Do me a favor like you've always done. Call a friend, a family member. Ask them to tune to this radio station right now. Life is flowing through the airways. We're so glad to welcome all of you today. We also want to welcome all the social media community, brothers and sisters online. We love all of you and what you do for the kingdom. Help me share the video on your page. Tag some people. Share with all the groups on your page. Join as many groups as possible. Let's get this message to the ends of the earth. Put them on monogram, telegram, drop them on WhatsApp groups, and we're just excited. And all our campuses around the world, we want to welcome all of you, all of you all over the world. What a joy, what a joy is our month, and our month of enjoying the riches of redemption. We also want to welcome you to the service, and everybody else in the building, we're so excited to have everybody. Are you excited to be in the service this morning? Well, give the Lord a greatest shout once again glory amen grab your pen your notebook your bible you can be seated with your sweet smart self as we get into the word of his grace Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. we laid some foundation in the first service and i'm just gonna build on those foundations in this particular service it is ew canyon uh Theologian, I respect so much. You said every denomination is defined by its knowledge of the new birth, or defined by its knowledge of salvation, and this is so true and apt. The subject of salvation is a study of Christ. In Second Timothy chapter two verse fifteen, Brother Paul says to Timothy, "Study to show yourself approved unto God." that needed not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth throughout this month, that's what we're going to be doing rightly dividing the word of truth it is almost a given that a person's view of salvation is his knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ your view of salvation is your knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ Salvation is a central theme of the Bible. And so it forms the fulcrum or the basis of Christianity. It is a subject that affects the very core of a man's existence. Hence, it is a subject that must not be taken lightly as it is the primary thought exuded in the canon of scriptures. Salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus, Second Timothy three fifteen. Brother Paul writing to a protégé of his by the name Timothy, and he says to Timothy, and that from a child thou was known the holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith. Salvation through faith, which is in Christ salvation therefore is a summary of your understanding of the lord jesus christ your understanding of the lord jesus christ it is so sad that some believers do not know what salvation is and they've been in churches 10 years 20 years 30 years but cannot explain salvation there is no religion on earth that guarantees salvation only christianity there is no salvation no no religion on earth that guarantees a man salvation only christianity in fact some religions their founders have asked their followers to pray for them because they are not sure of where they are going it's only in christianity jesus boldly Without anybody challenging him. Said I am the way. I don't have the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the father. Except through me. It's only in Christianity that. We have assurance of salvation. I give unto you eternal life. And you shall never perish. Neither shall any man. Block you out of my hands. It's only in Christianity we have words that sounds like for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. In 1 John He says, he that has the son has life. has passed from death to life. No other religion. No other religion. It's only in Christianity that the founder died and told them, I will rise on the third day. And on the third day, he split that grave open, came out of the grave triumphantly all other religions, their founders are in the grave waiting for Jesus to judge them. Glory to God. And I have news for you. The proof that he rose is not an empty grave. The proof that he rose is not an empty tomb. The proof that he rose is every one of you here that is born of the Spirit. We are the circumcision that worship God in the spirit and have no confidence in the flesh, but rejoice in Christ our Savior. Your knowledge of salvation is your knowledge of the Lord Jesus. Your knowledge of salvation is your knowledge of the Lord Jesus. Remember I told you the Bible is a theology. The theology of the Bible is Christology. Understanding Christology is soteriology. Soteriology is a subject of the purpose for Christology. The purpose for the Christ is to save his people from their sins. To save his people from their sins. So to understand Christ you must understand salvation. to understand theology you must understand Christ but Christ can only be known within the framework of salvation am I teaching good? it's so sad that many Christians don't know what salvation is while some others cannot state in clear terms when they got saved such believers can assume that salvation is the product of what they did Or what they did not do. Without doubt, such mindset about the subject of salvation is born out of wrong interpretation of the text of scripture. When the Bible is not well interpreted, a truth is lost. When a verse of scripture is not properly interpreted, a truth contained in that text is lost and it will take the truth contained in the text of scripture to liberate a man. So when scriptures are not well interpreted, a man that ought to be liberated remains in bondage. I challenged people on radio yesterday. If you call yourself a Christian, and I don't know how long you've been a Christian, and you're still afraid of witches and wizards, your Christianity should be questioned. If you call yourself a Christian, and you are in a church. You pay tight. They baptize you in water. You are confirmed, confused in that church and you are afraid to go to the village because of a witch. Your Christianity needs to be screamed. Why are you a Christian? Afraid of witches and wizards? God has not given to us the spirit of fear. You can't have Christ and have fear. Two of them don't live together, but the spirit of love, of power, and of a sound mind, you have not received the spirit of bondage, again to fear, but the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father, whom the Son sets free, stand fast in the liberty where with Christ has set you free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage the true proof of christianity is that a man that is truly saved reigns in life they that receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness they reign in life through christ jesus salvation is critical the knowledge of, this, of the saving grace of Jesus is critical for anyone that is born of God. So this brings to four, Brother Paul's words to Timothy. Study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needs not to be ashamed. Rightly, dividing the word of truth. The word study is translated from the Greek word spudazou. Spudazo, which implies to be diligent, to make efforts, to be eager. It speaks of putting hard work. It goes beyond just reading the Bible. It was used 11 times in the New Testament books of the Bible. It is imperative to note that Brother Paul used the same word spudazo. If you are making notes, spudazo is spelled as S-P-O-U-D-A-Z-O. Spudazo. In the 4th chapter of the same epistles. Brother Paul however translated diligence in 2nd Timothy chapter 4 verse 9. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse number 9. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. 2nd Timothy four twenty 2nd Timothy chapter 4 verse 21. Do thy diligence to come before winter greeted and Pudens and Linus and Claudia and all the brethren. The word diligence in the text we just read was translated from the Greek words pudazo. So the phrase do thy diligence will imply to make every effort at something. Make every effort. Another shade of that word is to throw yourself at something brother paul used the same word in his letter to titus a fellow minister of the gospel in titus chapter 3 verse number 12 titus chapter 3 verse number 12 when i shall send artemis unto the ortychicus be diligent to come unto me to nicopolis for i have determined there to winter This implies that when Paul says to Timothy to make an intense effort, that is, he was to exert himself. In other words, the instructions to Timothy, a minister of the gospel was for him to be diligent with the scriptures. That is why brother Paul used the word a workman. A workman that needs not to be ashamed. That word, a workman, is translated from the Greek word egates, which implies a tailor or a laborer. A laborer. This buttresses the importance of diligence, hard work on the part of the minister of the gospel with the scriptures. And he says, rightly dividing the Greek word, "autotomio," gotten from two words, temno. And authors tēmno means to cut to cut while autos means straight to cut straight to create a straight path to understanding it's the job of the preacher to cut through the scriptures straight and bring out the meaning of the text to cut through ototomio for those making notes O R T H O T O M E O autotomy to cut through a part in the teaching of the scriptures in the first service this morning i laid a foundation that the entire sacrificial work of Jesus everything he did in his death burial resurrection ascension and glorification Can be summarized as the spirit. Can be summarized as the spirit. We took time to lay that foundation. Get the material. It will help you a lot. We established in the first service that the gift of the spirit is the gift of salvation. That when God gave the spirit along with the giving of the spirit was the salvation plan of God. Then we said, and the gift of the spirit in salvation is also an enablement to preach the gospel. Psalm 110 verse 1. Psalm 110 verse 1. Stay with me. The Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. The word sit in the original Hebrew is sit, 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 sit. You know, that is sit and continue to sit. Sit thou at my right hand until I make. Now, the fulfillment of this scripture will happen after the resurrection. It will happen when? After the resurrection. When he says sit on my right hand, it's like My right hand man. You know, when I say, Pastor Praise is my right hand man. I'm not saying Pastor Praise is always on my right hand. What I mean is that Pastor Praise is my
1: man. Okay, right hand. Okay, right hand. Not right side. Right hand.
0: (laughs) Not right side. People think the word right hand means my deputy. Right hand simply shows who is on the throne. Who is on the throne. It means that all authority is given to this person. Right hand man. So anyone who is at the right hand will be the only one seated at the throne. There are no three people on the throne. Anyone who is at the right hand is the only person occupying the regency. the throne the right hand stay with me that's why when jesus said in matthew 28 verse 18 all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth what he was saying is i'm the one sitting at the right hand all power is given to jesus in mark sixteen nineteen, put it up for me mark chapter 16 verse number 19 <clears throat> so then after the lord had spoken unto them he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of god sat on the right hand of god so jesus went to the right hand meaning jesus has all authority all authority in luke 24 51 luke chapter 24 verse number 51 Luke 24 51 and it came to pass while he blessed them he parted from them and carried up into heaven and carried up into heaven which shows the fulfillment of seats sit sit sit, sit at my right hand until i make your enemies your footstool so when you read john chapter 14 John chapter 15. John chapter 16. And you see I go to my father. I go to my father. It's all over John 14, 15, 16. I go to my father. Then he said. Then you will know. That I in the father. And the father in me. It means you will know that I possess all authority. You will know that I own and possess all authority. John fourteen sixteen to 20. I like to read John fourteen sixteen to 20. And I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Next verse. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. Next verse, yet a little while, and the world seeeth me no more, but you see me because I live. You shall live also. Oh glory to God. At that day, hang on note, huh? at that day you shall know that I in my father, and ye in me, and I in you. Are you here? John 15, 26, 27. John 15, 26, 27. But when the Comforter is come, whom, the, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. Next verse. And you, sh- and you also shall be a witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. Referring to the same events. You can also read at home. John 16 7 to 13. John 16 7 to 13. Acts chapter 2 verse 32. Please pay attention. Acts chapter 2 verse 32. This Jesus had God raised up. Hallelujah. This Jesus had God raised up. We are off. We are. We all are witnesses. Next verse. Therefore, pay attention. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he had shed forth this, which you now see and hear. Next verse. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand. So this scripture fulfills Psalm 110 verse 1, that prophecy. Right hand means all authority. Look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe? According to the walking of his mighty power next verse which he wrought in christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand where in the heavenly places next verse far above you see right hand right hand means far above all principality and power and might and dominion and Every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. That is the right hand. These are scriptures that shows us the fulfillment of Psalm 110 verse 1. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. Mm -mm. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Next verse. Who... Being in the form of God taught it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Next verse. Next verse. Next verse. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Next verse. Wherefore, God also had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Next verse. That at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. That is the right hand. Look at verse 11 of Philippians chapter 2. Verse 11. And that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord To the glory, hallelujah, to the glory of God the Father. Why is it to the glory of the Father? Because the Father gave him all authority. So all authority given to Jesus is to the glory of the Father. So you can see that when you say right hand, you mean absolute authority. So here again, the right hand of God is spoken of. Right hand doesn't mean delegation of power. Right hand doesn't mean to give all your power to a person. I mean, right hand means to give all your power to a person. Look at Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. A few more readings. Colossians 3 verse 1. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where christ seated where on the right hand of god he sits on the right hand of god hebrews 1 verse 3 hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our sins sat down On the right hand of the majesty on high. Right hand again. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 1. Hebrews chapter 8 verse number 1. Now of the things which we have spoken. This is the song. We have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. Hebrews 10 12 and 13 hebrews 10 12 and 13 but this man after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever sat down on the right hand of god next verse right hand of god from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool hebrews 12 verse 2 hebrews chapter 12 verse number 2 looking unto jesus the Author and finisher of faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So, right hand simply means all authority. All authority. You see, it is inferred in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 8. It is inferred, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 8. Thou hast put all things in subjection, under his feet, for in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him, but we see Jesus. So who is the person that all things are put under? Jesus. That's the right hand of God. First Peter 3:21. First Peter chapter 3, verse number 21. Mm-mm the like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us not the putting away of the filth of the flesh but the answer of a good conscience toward god by the resurrection of jesus christ next verse pay attention to the next verse who is gone into heaven and is on the right hand of god angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him did you see that? First John chapter two verse one. First John chapter two verse number one. Lot of scriptures good for your health. My little children, these things write out unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Next verse, who and he is a propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. It is evident that jesus is seated at the right hand of god it means all authority so we can say all authority notice the prophecy in Psalm one one zero verse one he says sit on marathon until so jesus is seated for a purpose he has all authority for a purpose the word till is not to wait Like uh, expecting something to happen. Rather is to walk towards a goal. Or to walk towards a destination. So what is the destination? Why is he giving all authority? He is giving all authority so that all his enemies will be brought under his footstool. So the glory that followed Jesus must be the glory after his death, burial, and resurrection. Therefore, the spirit that he gave upon his resurrection is the passing of his glory. The spirit that he gave upon his resurrection is the passing of his glory. So the spirit that he gives, Ayatabala, the spirit that he gives, Are you still here? Are you still here? All right. The spirit that he gives contains or speaks of everything that is available upon his resurrection. That is, the spirit is the container, the custodian of everything that Jesus accomplished, acquired upon his resurrection. That is the climax of his redemptive walk is the spirit. The climax of his redemptive walk is the spirit. So, everything that is available upon the resurrection of Jesus can be referred to as the spirit. So, Romans chapter 8, verse 8. Romans chapter 8, verse number 8. Mm-mm. Romans 8, It so then. They that are in the flesh cannot please God. Next verse. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell where? In you. Remember the first service? Spirit in. In you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ he is none of his. You didn't see that. If any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So how do we know that you are a child of God? You have the spirit. You can't be born again and be looking for the spirit. What born you again? Exactly. Any man that doesn't have the spirit does not belong to Jesus. Jesus. The proof that you are born again is that you have the Holy Ghost. Hmm. Any man that does have the spirit, he is not of his. Put it up again, bros. Or sis. I went to, in America, uh, you know, the person that was putting the scripture for me, because I assume he's a brother. I kept saying, brother, put it quickly. Walk with me, brother. So after the service, a sister walked to me and greeted me. And said, Bless you, Pastor. See, I'm the one that is typing the scriptures. I say, You are the brother behind me. (laughs) Put it up, brother. This one, I'm sure, is a brother. This one, I'm sure. (laughs) Put that scripture. Romans 8, verse 9. Romans 8, verse 9. But you are not in the flesh. Somebody shout, I'm not in the flesh. But you are not in the flesh. But where? In the spirit. If so be, that the spirit of God dwell where? In you. Now if any man have not the spirit of christ he is none of his the word in the spirit here is substitute for the word in christ in christ means in the spirit in the spirit means in christ if any man be in christ or if any man be in the spirit. He is a new creature. If any man be in the spirit. God wrought all his power. In Christ. Where is the power of God? In Christ. Romans 8. Verse 10 and 11. Now observe. 10 and 11. And if Christ be in you. You are not following. Hey, you are not following. Look, 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 look. Are you here? Are you here? Give me verse 9 first. Romans 8 9. Is it because I prayed your fingers became slow? But you are not in the flesh, but where? In the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell where? In you. Now, if any man. Have not the spirit of Christ. Have not what? Have not what? Have not what? The spirit of Christ. Now next verse. Ah, And if Christ be in you. What was he talking about? Spirit of Christ. Then now he's talking about Christ. So in Christ is in the spirit. In the spirit is in Christ. So if Christ be in you. The body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness now observe the next verse and if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwell where in you he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also that's rapture that's rapture there he shall quicken your mortal bodies By the spirit that what? Put it up, put it Shall quicken your mortal bodies. By his spirit that dwelleth where? So the rapture is going to happen inside you. The spirit of God in you. Will quicken your body. And change your body. As long as the spirit is in you forever. How can you miss rapture? So rapture is not a prayer point. The day the spirit of God entered you at salvation was the day you were prepared for rapture. Somebody is here. Are you hearing the sound? Of- if the spirit that raised up Christ, so the speciality of the spirit is to raise his expertise, is to raise, is to raise. So on the resurrection day. What will the spirit do? He will break in your body. It's not heaven at last. It's heaven at first. The moment the spirit of God entered you, you became heaven. You became God's heaven. That's why God now lives inside you. Where does God live? In heaven. So where does he live? In you. So what are you? God's heaven. If I'm teaching, shout I hear you? That spirit shall quicken your mortal body on the day of rapture. Except you don't have the spirit, that's when you cannot be raptured. But not when you have the spirit. And listen, the spirit has, has been instructed to dwell in you for how long? Very good. Someone said, Dr. Damira, how can you say that? Even if a believer sin, he is still going to make heaven. I said, So, what happens when he sins? What happens? Because believers do sin. He said, My little children, don't sin. But if you sin, even God made provision, don't sin. That's the standard. But if you sin, he didn't say confess, he said, We have an advocate. We are the trusted lawyer who will defend your case. We have an advocate with the father. Jesus Christ, the righteous. was you no, know, a believer can lose his salvation. You are not thinking. Religion has dampened your thinking faculty. Are you saying that when a believer sins, God will remove him from heaven. Then when he confesses, God will put him back. Then when he sinned, God will remove him. So as everybody is sinning around the world, including Christians, God is busy removing people and putting people... What kind of jobless God is that? That's why salvation is eternal life. What is salvation? Eternal life means life without end. So if a a believer makes mistakes or sins... He is sinning in Christ. That is why Christ that takes away sin will clean him up. Christ is not afraid of sin. He died and took care of sin. So if you are in him and sin attaches itself to you, he cleans it out. It's called the blood of sprinkling. It's called the blood of sprinkling. Not the blood of sprinkling. Not the blood of sprinkle, the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things. Continuous washing of the blood. When you know it and when you don't know it, the blood is washing. Am I teaching good in the service? So it means everybody that is born again is rapturable. Except you are not born of God. (laughs) Once you are born again, you are rapturable. You are the body of Christ. He is the head, you are the body. Have you ever seen a head moving without the body? Have you ever seen a body moving without the head? The head and the body move together. All of us are members of the body in particular. He is the head. Anywhere the head goes, the body goes. How can Jesus be raptured without his body? And if you are a member of his body, the day of rapture, where he goes, you go. Religion is wicked. It keeps a man in doubt all his life. Look at that verse 14 of Romans chapter 8, verse 14, 15 and 16. Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Next verse. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father. 16. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So what we receive at salvation is called the spirit of adoption. Is also called the Spirit of Christ. Is also called the Spirit of God. That's what we receive as salvation. Galatians chapter four, verse four, for more clarity. Galatians chapter four, verse four. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law. Next verse, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Next verse. Because you are sons Because you are sons God has sent forth The spirit of his son Into your hearts Crying Abba father So the spirit of resurrection Or the spirit of redemption Is called the spirit of his son In Galatians 3 verse 2 Look at the way Brother Paul talks about this. Galatians chapter three, verse two. This only will I learn of you: received the Spirit by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith. Now, looks at how he calls salvation. When you hear the gospel, you say, "I receive Christ." And sometimes we say we receive Christ. Some have an idea that is religious I gave my life to Christ come and give your life to Christ have you given your life to Christ which life do you have life which life do you have to give Christ you are dead in sins and trespasses so Christ say I am come that you may have life so you don't give Christ life Christ gives you life So you don't ask people to give Christ their life. A sinner is bankrupt. He has nothing to offer. It's only Jesus that offers. It is called the riches of redemption. He died to enrich you. We know the grace of our Lord Jesus. How that he was rich. Yet for your sake, he became poor to identify with you. So that by his poverty, he takes you to identify with him. You may be rich. Not rich in dollars. Rich in grace. Rich in his grace. Rich in his grace. So, brother Paul says, when you heard the gospel, you received the spirit. You received the spirit by the hearing of faith. That means, you received the spirit when the word of faith was preached to you. It's called salvation. Ephesians 1 verse 3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly square in Christ. In Christ, okay. Verse 4 He has chosen us in Christ. Ephesians 1 5, He has predestinated us by Christ. Ephesians 1 6, He has accepted us in Christ. Ephesians 1 7, He has forgiven us in Christ. Ephesians 1 8, He has abounded unto us in wisdom and prudence. In Christ, Ephesians one nine, He has brought all things together in Christ. Look at verse eleven, Ephesians one eleven, Ephesians one eleven, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of Him who worked all things after the counsel of His own will. Verse 13. Oh, yeah 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 yeah, Ephesians 1.13 in whom also you trusted. After that. You had the word of truth. The gospel of your salvation. In whom also. After you believe the gospel. You were sealed. With the Holy Spirit of promise. So salvation. Is receiving the spirit. Is it clear? What is salvation? Receiving the spirit. So everything he mentions from verse 3 to 11. Now sealed. With the Holy Spirit of promise, verse 14 ayata Ephesians 1 14. Which is the earnest of our inheritance until katabala kata kata katabala? Can you see it? Which is the earnest of our inheritance? The word earnest is the word proof, which is the proof of our inheritance that inheritance is in us until is in us until until the redemption of the purchased possession what has been bought with a price your body until the redemption of your body so the spirit will keep you until the day of rapture the spirit will keep you the spirit that saved you will keep you until the sound of the trumpet. If I'm teaching, say I hear you. The evidence of all that we read is the spirit. Accepted, forgiven, blessed. The proof that those things are real is that God gave you the spirit. That's the evidence. So everything that was given in Christ is in the spirit. Everything that was given in Christ is in the spirit. So whenever I read the word the spirit or in the spirit is the same thing. The spirit in the spirit. So I can substitute the spirit for the word in Christ. In Christ or in the spirit. In Christ or in the spirit. Look at verse 14 of Ephesians chapter 1. Which is the innest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession. Unto the praise of his glory. Look at Jude verse 19. Jude. 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 This be they who separate themselves sensual, having not the spirit. An unbeliever does not have the spirit. A believer has the spirit, so the difference between an unbeliever and a believer is the spirit. He's speaking about the godless. Look at how he qualifies them. Let's pretext verse 17 of Jude, Jude 17 18 19. It's just one chapter. But, beloved, remember ye the works which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that they told you there should be more cast in the last time. Who should walk after their ungodly lust? This be they who separate themselves. They are sensual, having not the spirit. Every writer of the Bible has his own style. There's a way John communicates truth. Jesus in John 3 is speaking about salvation. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit. Look at that John chapter 3 verse 5. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Then he now explains what he is saying in the next verse that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Next verse, marvel not that I said unto thee, You must be born again. So, both water and spirit talk is born again. He's explaining. Next verse, the wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof. But canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is it everyone that is born of the spirit. Everyone born of the spirit. The word spirit is used both in Hebrew and Greek. When we say spirit, as I was growing up, I used to hear spirit is disturbing him. That woman, spirit is disturbing her. Did you used to hear such things? So our idea of spirit as children is anybody that something is disturbing, he has spirit. In the Africanization of the gospel, they even gave the spirit name, Mami Water. Ogbanje spirit, that is Africanization. Because Ogbanje is not a universal language. Mami Water is not a universal language. So that's the African flavor that Africans have added to the Bible. Mami water, pyramids. I told you the story of Incubus and Sycubus. I'm preaching in America and I'm telling them a child of God cannot be possessed. After teaching, a pastor is a deliverance expert in America. Was sitting in front as I was teaching, it's like his body was choking him because these people that he has been deceiving and using their head to collect their money have been liberated. The thing was paining him. So, as soon as I finished preaching, he lifted his hands up. So I said, Yes. He said, I have a question. I said, Yes. He said, I know you are not conversant with the deliverance ministry. Those of us that have been in the deliverance ministry all our lives, we know that uh, some of you who preach faith have not really come in contact with some raw African spirits. Because there's what we call incubus and sickibus. Like when a lady is having sex in the dream, it's incubus. When he finished, I gave him one scripture and he couldn't talk. Colossians 1.13. Who has us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace. So I asked him, are you more correct than that verse? He was looking at me. When you are born of God, when you are born of God, even if they press you in the dream, it is not real. It's a suggestion. When you stand up, say it cannot happen. Come, all of you lie down. I press you in Jesus. name. How dare you? If you sleep and they bring food and you eat, when you wake up, say, I need more. Bring more now. the spirit. I have the spirit. Evil spirit and holy spirit cannot stay in the same environment. I'm born of God. I'm born of the spirit. Am I teaching good? Shaqobadaya. That boy has a spirit and if you eat too much as a child you say you're not the only one eating your invisible friends are eating with you so the next thing is your parents will be looking for deliverance is it not true say this child eats too much he's not alone and after eating we don't see it he's still slim His spirit is worrying him (laughs) that was very popular but then when the word spirit is used it is the hebrew word ruach Ruach. The word ruach means breath. So breath represents life. Breath. Ruach represents life. The same word is stressed in the Greek. Ruach in the Hebrew. Pneuma in the Greek. Pneuma. For those of you making notes, so you don't go and write something. Pneuma is P N U. P N U E M U A, numa, ruach, R U A C H. Now, numa, where you have pneumatology. In the book of Job, when Elihu was speaking, Elihu said, "There is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty Given it understanding." Job thirty-two, verse eight. There is a spirit, you are saying, there is a breath in man. That is, there is life in man. Breath. In the Greek, is the word pneuma. The same word, it means air. Like the air we breathe. Air, representing what people breathe in and out. So the word spirit is used by Bible writers to represent life. Spirit means life. Life. If I say the spirit of God And the life of God Am I talking about two different things? Can you separate a man From his life? Huh? No Can you separate a man from his spirit? Huh? No When Jesus was speaking in John 3 He says except a man be born of the spirit He specifically talked about The spirit of God And he says, this man cannot enter. John 13, Which were born not of flesh, nor of blood, nor of the will of man, but of God. So Jesus begins to explain again what he was saying in verse 14. And the word became flesh. Then he begins to explain how. How will a man be born again? What Nicodemus was saying is how will a man receive the spirit of God? Or how will a man receive the life of God? Jesus has to die. Jesus has to be buried. Jesus has to rise from the dead. So he said to Nicodemus in John 3:14 explaining how a man can receive life. John 3:14 As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up. Next verse. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life or everlasting spirit. Because Jesus said, The spirit will live with you for how long? So everlasting life means everlasting spirit. Are you following? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have what? Everlasting life. Can we also say have everlasting spirit? So when I say eternal life in John's writing, I might be referring to what? The spirit. Or the indwelling of the spirit. Or the giving of the spirit. Which is the proof of salvation forever. The indwelling of the spirit. The spirit or everlasting life. Which is the proof of salvation forever. So it's a use of words. That's why Jesus refers to water, which is the spirit. And the same water is referred to as springing up into everlasting life or eternal life. So, they are not two experiences. It's one experience. So, when I say in John's writing, eternal life or the spirit or in the spirit, in Paul's writing, in John's writing, eternal life. In John's writing, the spirit. In Paul's writing, in Christ. In Paul's writing, in the spirit. Do they mean the same thing? Yes. So the word in Christ can also be said as in the spirit. In Christ, in the spirit. Or if I am in Christ, I am in the spirit. So in the book of Acts, which is the book of reference. We see in Acts chapter 2 when the brethren spoke in tongues and prophesied. Peter got up and explained the fulfillment of a promise to them. Acts 2.15, quickly. Acts chapter 2 verse 15. Are you still here? Acts 2.15, for these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. Next verse. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel next verse that it shall come to pass in the last day saith God I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams he's quoting from Joel chapter 2 verse 28 in other words the outpouring of the spirit is what men will see, the outpouring of the spirit is what men will see, not that quickly, because we will get there. But as we're going to see, this man spoke in tongues and also prophesied. But in Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47, we also see that this man began to live and walk in love they were selling properties and giving to the poor everybody was helping everybody they were walking in love okay now if there are two different encounters or experiences there was one where they spoke in tongues and prophesied, and there was one where it now affected their conduct Change in their lifestyle two experiences one they spoke in tongues and prophesied, the other one they sold their properties and gave to one another. They walked in love. So, the man who is in Christ is the man who is born of the Spirit in John chapter 3, verse 3 to 5, where we've been reading since first service. John three three to five. Except a man be born again. Except a man be born of water and kind of the Spirit. Okay. Look at the word born. Except a man be born. John used born several times. Brother Paul didn't use born. Brother Paul never used born hardly. But John used it very frequently. Look at First John three nine. Same John. First John chapter three verse nine. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him. And he cannot sin, because he is born of God. His seed. The word seed is the word life. So, his life remains in him. He cannot sin. The word life is the word zoe. Zoe simply means all life. It doesn't mean the life of God, it means all life. But when you bring it into context, into what Jesus said, you can now say the so way in the context of Jesus is speaking is the life of God. So when he says the seed of God, that word is the word sperma, sperma, s p-e-r-m a sperma. Peter used it in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 23. Being born again, one twenty-three. Is it second or first Peter chapter one verse twenty-three? Being born again, first Peter. Sorry, first Peter one twenty-three. Being born again, born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. It liveth. And abided forever why does he use seed he is using seed to show you that the man who is born again was conceived the man who is born again was conceived that is he has a parent the man who is born again has a parent he used the word seed meaning He is born of God. So, God becomes his parent. God becomes his parent. So, the man that is born again has his parentage in God. Whoa! That is, he has a parent. He used the word seed. He is born of God, so God becomes his parent. So, that receiving... Or what you have is a product of being parented or having a father is the word seed of God. How does it happen? First John 5 1, 1st John chapter 5, verse 1. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begat loveth him also that is begotten of him. Wow. So it happens by faith. He that believeth, you become a child of God by faith in the gospel. Look at first John 5:4. First John 5:4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is a victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. He is not saying faith overcomes the world. He is saying believing in Jesus, which is the word of God, overcomes the world. 1 John 5, 18. You can read these ones at home. 1 John 5, 18. Let me read that. 1 John 5, 18. We know
2: hey.
0: we know that whatsoever is born of god sinneth not dr domino why are you giving them a license to sin no your brain is contradicting what i'm saying we know that whosoever is born of god sinneth not but that he is begotten of god kept himself and that wicked one tortured him not so 1st John 3 9 1st John 5 1 1st John 5 4 1st John five eighteen. John uses the word being born it has to do with the word the seed of God the life of God abides in him how is a man born of God? by faith so by faith the seed of God abides in me. The life of God abides in me. So notice, life of God, spirit of God. Are they the same thing? Huh? Life of God, spirit of God, Holy Spirit in Christ, in the spirit. Are they the same things? Yes. We're making progress. Say with me very loud, I am in Christ shouting, let the devil hear you. I am in the spirit. Are they the same thing? They are not different experiences for a man who is born again. You have the life of God. You have the spirit of God. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I have the spirit of the son of God. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I have the spirit of the son of God. I have the life of God in me. I remember back in the school days we used to sing it. Satan thought I was alone. And he came to steal my soul. I've got the line of Judah then. Living in my soul. In the name of the Lord. Satan say I unto you. Get out. Be gone in Jesus name. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the spirit of the son of God. I've got the life of God in me anytime the devil is trying to make noise around you just walk around the house i've got the life of god in me i've got the life of god in me i've got the spirit of the son of god i've got the life of god in me i've got the life of god while you're making ever i've got the life of god in me I've got the spirit of the Son of God. I've got the
2: life
0: of God. Stand up, blessing you two times, everybody. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the spirit of the Son of God. I've got the life of God. Everybody one time I've got the life of God in me I've got the life of God
2: in me I've got the spirit of the son of God I've got the life of God in me One more time I've got the life of God in me I've got the life of God in me me. of the Son of God, I've got the life of God in me. One more I've got the life of God in me. I've got the life. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the life. I've got the Spirit of the Son of God. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the life. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the life. I've got the life. Me. I've got the spirit, I've, I've got, got the spirit of the Son of God.
0: The morning and your waist is not responding. When you wake up in your morning and your leg is not responding, you feel weakness, you feel tiredness. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the, of I've got the spirit of
2: the Son of God. I've got the life of God. In me. One more time. I've got the life I've got the life of I've got the life of I've got the life of God. I've got the life of God. I've got the life I've got the life of God. I've got the life I've got the life of I've got the life I've got the the of God.
0: When you're singing it you're thinking in your head if that spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in my mortal body he shall quicken my 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 body, quicken my body. Glory! the day you receive Jesus you receive the spirit from that day you are in the spirit Even when eating Amala, you are in the spirit. When drinking Coca-Cola, you are in the spirit. Being in the spirit is your permanent state. It's not an experience. It's not goose pimples. That's your permanent state. You are born in the spirit, so you live in the spirit. Am I teaching good? Takorataba lift your right hand father we pray and we thank you thank you that revelation knowledge is growing big in this house growing big in our hearts light is shining in the darkness of our minds your word coming alive revelation knowledge like never before barriers broken obstacles terminated whatever is not planted by God rooted out rooted out rooted out sickness rooted out disease rooted out in the name of jesus thank you father for the life of god that is at work in our hearts and we rejoice for victory and we rejoice for growth and grace and we rejoice for building us up throughout this month and positioning us to shake this world with the glory of god like never before And we thank you for answer prayer. In Jesus precious name. And every believer says that amen on a note of finality. I'm going to stop here. Tomorrow we continue at quarter to six. We keep teaching. The whole month we are here every day. The whole church. Everybody. It's going to be a holy convocation.
1: As
0: we feast in the riches of redemption. As we feast where? In the riches of redemption. I'd like you to grab your honor offering. Let's give in honor of the word. Those watching online, we're giving banking details are on the screen, on television, on social media, radio audience. Mr. Michael Bush, in the next two, three minutes, we'll read the banking details for you so we can give and honor this word. And I wanted to know through your givings, we're making a difference in this world. I want to quickly thank all our friends and partners who continually give to this ministry. Through your givings, we're able to do much for the kingdom. In the first service, we took time to pray for partners in this church. This partnership service. So I want to ask everybody online if you're a partner of this ministry. Or you're not yet a partner, but you love the good work that God is doing through this ministry all over the world. We want you to know that if you're sending your own financial support, we will do more. The more we we, we get money, the more we can do. Remember, some people paid for you to hear what you're hearing. And if you add yours, more people will hear. That's what partnership is all about. And whatever you decide to give is left to you but you look at all that God has done for you in Christ all freely giving and then realize that in order for us to get the gospel it cost us millions and millions to get the gospel out there I mean literally millions of Naira to get the gospel out there and I want to give you an opportunity if you are not yet a partner to partner with us today and if you want to partner and support what we're doing This month is very exceptional. We have a lot to do. A lot. You can support us for the Bible school. Financially, you can support the television, the radio. You can support many things we are doing with money. And if you want to be a part of it, we're even doing a lot of social media campaign this month also. Because this is one of our biggest months of the year where we take time to deliberately engage the whole world with the gospel. If you want to support, you want to give, all you need to do is send an email to Dr. Abel Damina. At yahoo.com, Tell us you want to support the program or you want to pay for a radio broadcast or you want to support social media campaign. Whatever you want to do, shoot that mail. We will send you the banking details where you can send in your support and then all partners in power city campuses this is partnership sunday and i want to pray for all of you including the online partners right now father we pray for all the partners around the world those on social media partners on television partners in our campuses who continually sending their support to this ministry right here to support us get this gospel to the ends of the earth today as your people give again deliberately and intentionally and sacrificially to enable us preach this gospel louder than we have ever done Lord, I ask that their needs are met supernaturally. I decree that supernaturally you favor them. Every area of their life where they need ideas, ideas are released. Where they need favor, favor is working for them. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you for partners who continually give. You never lack. You will keep making more money so together we can do more for the kingdom. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful amen. We want to thank all of you partners and friends who continually support what we do. And we want you to know God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. I'd like you to lift up your honor offering. Don't be tired. I'm the one standing. You're the one sitting and you're the one tired. How is that possible? I'm the one talking. I'm the one preaching. I'm the one teaching. You're only sitting and writing and you're tired. Don't you need some laying of hands from me? (laughs) How can you be tired when I am the one that has been preaching since morning and I'm not tired? Should stand and tell your body, life is flowing here. Amen. If you need to stand, stand. Can I have a good amen? amen. Alright, lift up your offerings. Father, we give in faith, we give in honor of Jesus. And we thank you for the privilege to always give to support the work of the ministry. Our offering today is to honor Jesus' work. And in our giving, we rejoice that this offering is a sweet smell. And as we give, we give in faith and we thank you for the blessing upon our givings In Jesus' precious name and every believer says a powerful amen now listen social media facebook radio and everybody online on tv we're not signing you off in another five minutes or so i'll be joining mr michael bush as we bring to you as the counselor in this particular season of 30 days of glory all right so everybody you come orderly to the front drop your offerings anywhere on the pulpit hit the music let's do it as we give this morning praise god
2: hallelujah Wave your hands and give him glory Hallelujah for his praises on earth his glory is shining through me and the heaven.
3: investments and the worship offering for this service you know the tempo of what is happening here dictates that everybody should be very fast everything you are doing quick hallelujah take your kingdom investment and your worship offering for this service please and as you come kingdom investment in the baskets and the offering anywhere here in front please can you raise it up and thank god for the privilege to give just thank god every time we give we give in honor every time we give we give in faith every time we give we give generously and father we thank you for the privilege to do this and we thank you for the honor to do this and we thank you because You have not rejected our offerings because you have already accepted Jesus. And we thank you for this offering which you have accepted. And we thank you for the blessing which remains in our lives. In Jesus' precious name, every believer say amen. All right, you please quickly walk up here and drop your kingdom investments and your offerings.
2: Alive, alive, alive forevermore. Jesus is alive, he's alive forevermore. Everybody say, alive, alive.
4: together for yourselves. Thank you. Okay, welcoming you to chapter two of the opening edition of Ask the Counselor during Soteria. Please put your hands together. Just before I give you the traditional opening announcements that I give you at this point of the program, I'd love to just play it with you. If you have a question in the live audience, please just indicate to the producer, because I'm going to be opening this edition of Ask the Counselor with you. If you have a question, just indicate to the producer, and let's see how we can start off with you. Bank details next on the program. Account is Power City International. There are three banks. On this edition, I'll start with Zenith. 10, 12, 36, 59, 12, 10, 12, 36 59 12. That is for Zenith. And uh, the account name, of course, remains Power City International. It's also the same for FCMB 29 68 20, 29, 68 20, That's for FCMB Power City International. Still the account name as well as for UBA 139 4, 6, 5. 139 26465. We're done with announcement number one. Quickly, quickly, announcement number two. For calls, I'm, I'm sure we'll give you about 10 minutes on this edition of Ask the Counselor to call in from wherever you are. If you are outside the country of Nigeria, 234, and um, otherwise, it's just simply 08068939. You want to also send an sms or two is plus two three four again if you're doing from outside the country of nigeria otherwise it's oh seven oh three six nine one eight six four two and then finally final announcement would come for those who are also interested in sending an email or two you can do that through ask the now at gmail.com then for sponsorship for partnership for support just call or you try to reach plus two three four if you're doing it from outside the country otherwise 0803 2756104 just send an email or two to dr abel damina at yahoo.com dr there of course is dr in a moment uh, global baba will be joining me i'm just waiting for him to come and as soon as that happens we'll be able to set the stage let me also quickly tell you, as soon as we're done from in-house here, I'll start to go around the world, and I'm hoping that unlike the opening edition when we just ended in the continent of Africa, on the continent of Africa we'll be going as far afield as the Americas. Okay. My name is Michael Bush. I'm the anchor of the program. I'm joined, of course, by the producer of the program, Pastor IG Aquare, complete with the production team. Just put those hands together for them. Our resident pastor is Pastor Prezo Koon, complete with his wife, Elda Uyime. I would like to also thank them and then everyone else. Thank you for being part of this edition of the program. I know the applause that you're waiting to make like thunder. It's the one that belongs to this global icon, this global phenomenon. Help me welcome this author of repute,
0: Global Barber, Dr. Edel Damina, Intercontinental Mr. Bush. So, so good to bar have bar. you here today, man. Fantastic. This is our second dose. Absolutely.
4: It's been this wonderful. is chapter two of the it's opening. chapter two of the, of opening. the opening. And it's yeah. massive. It's yeah. massive. You it's look big. good, man. You look better, Global well. Baba. Global <laughs> Baba. There's some trouble you should not look for, Global Baba okay so we 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 we, there were some prayer um some prayer requests we can't pray uh, for them yes we just need to pray as we open the program so that when we also get it and we'll pray for the other people yes yes so global will do that as we do a traditional
0: opening prayer let's pray together father we thank you for grace mercy and jesus and we thank you that we have answers already in christ so we pray for akwaibom state his excellency the governor the first lady of the state the first family All the executive council members of this state. Everyone that serves this state in position of public servants and civil servants. Thank you for all professionals, businessmen, market women, children, students. We ask that the grace of God will embrace the whole of this state. And that this state is creating an enabling environment for this gospel to thrive. Men are coming to the knowledge of the truth. Religion is packing up and collapsing like a pack of cards before the truth of the gospel. We pray for Nigeria. That Nigeria continues to receive this gospel like never before. Amen. We pray for the rest of the world that Amen. disciples are raised, ministers are released to the nations, Amen. and that the gospel of Christ fills the earth as the water covers the sea. Amen. We give you praise for answered prayer in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Okay, so Global Bar, we start off this edition
4: with the live audience question. Producer, live audience question. Producer, do we have that? Do we have that? Okay, I have some. They just get them behind me. But I have also some that were sent to me from the live audience. I'm going to be taking that while we prepare that one. Hello, Global Baba. I really appreciate God, our Father, for your family and you, Global Baba. Please, I want to find out if there are training materials or any training for children's teachers. Please, I really want to be part and to get all the materials as well. My pastor gave me money to get them all. Thanks so much Global Baba. I'm so glad in my heart to see the intercontinental Mr. Michael Bush and you Global Baba, physically for the first time. Thank you.
0: Well we're so glad to have you come to Power City. I'm glad you're here. Uh, In Power City we don't have any specialized material for children and the reason is simple. You know all of these trying to classify children, Teenagers, adults, and uh, breaking things around is what has really watered down the gospel in a great way around the world. Whatever we teach the adults is good for the children. It's good for them. And so in Power City, what we do is the children are taught the Christocentric meal. So you can get a copy of the Christocentric meal. It's our daily devotional. It carries all the details of the gospel well communicated to the children. And of course, there are teenagers, young people, even among the children who understand what I preach straight from this pulpit and can even teach it better than some of the adults. So we don't look for specialized material for children. What is good for us is good for the children. That's why there's no children's Bible and adult Bible. It's the same Bible that is given to all of us. And don't forget, the people called the disciples of Jesus were teenagers. They were young people. They, they were not busy uh, doing uh, singles mingle. Those teenagers were not busy playing football and doing fun fun times for youth. They were diligently following Jesus and learning doctrine. So a child is not too small to learn doctrine because those children you shield from learning doctrine, they will be indoctrinated in satanism, they will be indoctrinated in atheism. So you better expose them right now to the doctrine of Christ. Let them be grounded in it and as they grow, they become ambassadors of the same all over the world. I'm told um, we have
4: the first live question ready, but I still have another one that's also a live question. I'll take this and then come to you. In Bible reading, Global Baba, are we supposed to eliminate anywhere a word is written in brackets or italics? Because it is placed by Bible translators. At what point
0: should we use it? Well, the Bible translators added those words to try and give you further explanation. So when you study in context, sometimes those additions take away from the meaning of what the context is saying. And so it is left for you, a Bible student, to be so diligent to know where that explanation helps and where it does not help. For example, Ephesians 1.3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly, then translators added places. Now, so if it is in the heavenly places in Christ, is Jesus having different bomb bombs that are sitting in places? There's none. So places is out. It doesn't even help us at all in that particular verse of scripture. So it's the Bible student who is diligent that will know where that helps and where it doesn't help.
4: Two more questions from this entry and then we go take the live audience man. How can you believe a Global Baba work in the prophetic ministry?
0: Prophetic ministry? Keep following 30 days of glory, this particular edition, you will come to the full knowledge of
4: that. And finally, Global Baba, how can I explain... To someone that jesus is god especially those who keep referring to the scriptures of jesus calling god his father
0: if you listen to my series on reflecting the father my series on reflecting the father you can ask for it at the book stand is a teaching i just finished last sunday reflecting the father it will help you a lot and of course if you listen to in christ realities season two it should also help you with a lot of answers to be able to confront the gainsayers who are still struggling with the idea that Jesus is God, because Jesus is actually God Almighty.
4: Okay, Global, um, Global Baba, yes, I'm the producer, uh, I got time for just one live question so that we can be on our way out of um, the city. Yes, your name and your question. Go ahead.
0: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My name is Nweke Henry Opina. My question is on rapture. I want to understand uh, the biblical expressions on on how the rapture is going to happen based on the trumpet, the riding on the horse, and all those things. I'm thinking, is that not figurative expression? In as much as Jesus resurrected and he was on earth for, 40, for more than 40 days, something doesn't happen. And then we need to ascend into heaven to, in order to bring his spirit upon us, you know, to show us example of how we are ought to live. As though that have been redeemed. So those trumpets and all those biblical expressions of rapture, is that not figurative expression?
2: Thank well, you, sir.
0: Well, they are. They actually they are figurative expressions. The sound of the trumpet is not, we're not going to hear boom. It just means that on your inside there will be a knowing. A knowing that today is the day we are going. You will know it. You will know the season. You will know the time. And you will be expecting it. And it will happen. So, the rapture is not going to be like a trumpet sounding. It's just what we call the resurrection. You know, mortality, putting on immortality. So, those symbols in Revelation, most of them are, are high, highly, you know, figurative. If you get my book, The Last Days is out on the bookstand. The Last Days. It deals with eschatology. You should be able to answer some of those things.
4: Okay, producer, I said uh, I could only take one, but it looks like you want us to take another. Okay, fire on. Your name.
3: My name is John Tegan. Yeah, I want to ask, can anybody be saved? The person is saved, yet he doesn't know he is saved. And my emphasis is the fact that we, they, some pastors preach grace and then they attach the law. So
0: do you believe in Christ? Yes. But unless you obey A, B, C, D. So such a person is, yes, he believes in Christ. But he's also taught that he must you know, uh, uh, comply with the law. Before his salvation can be complete. And I want to find out. Can somebody be saved. And yet he is not aware that he is saved. Well again somebody cannot be saved. And not know he's saved. But somebody can be saved. Knows he's saved. But doesn't know what it means to be saved. He doesn't know what it means to be saved. That is where Bible teaching now comes. So those people that are mixing grace and law. Are products of bad pastoring. They are products of bad teaching. And that does not negate the fact that they are saved. It's just that such people, when they finally arrive at Jesus' presence, they will have a lot of regrets because a lot of things they will have enjoyed. They didn't enjoy it because they were busy trying to qualify for what they didn't need to qualify for. So that's the difference. So, but you cannot be saved unknowingly. You must hear the gospel. You must accept the gospel. You must believe the gospel consciously to be saved. But after you are saved, you may not know what it means to be saved. That's where Bible teaching and discipleship comes.
4: Okay, so I, I just wanted, I wanted, the, I wanted us as a church to put our hands together for John. Clearly he comes from Ghana. He just visited from Ghana. Put your hands together for him. And welcome to Nigeria, John. Welcome to Nigeria. Uh, producer, the last um, live audience question. This man is coming back a second time. Yes.
2: Listen, I want to ask,
4: sir. Your name? My name is Vonido. I want to ask, sir, is there any process for which a man
2: can be born again? Or is it just that he just get born again, just like that?
0: What's the process? Believe on the Lord Jesus, you and your household shall be saved. That was the gospel that was preached to the, to the jailer. I mean, to the prison keeper. He says, sir, what must I do to be saved? Believe in the Lord Jesus. You and your household shall be saved. What do I need to be saved? Believe in the Lord Jesus. What does it mean to believe in the Lord Jesus? Believe in his death, his burial, his resurrection as substitutionary sacrifice for your own sin, for your own death in sin. And once you believe that, the benefits of that resurrection are to your account. And those benefits is what we call salvation. I hope it's clear. Okay. You want one last one? Okay, go
2: ahead. Can I answer? Is there if someone is saved is there any need for restitution
0: no no need for restitution at all restitution is not a teaching of the new testament if anybody should have done restitution it was apostle paul but he restituted to nobody because how do you begin the restitution let's say you cut off somebody's hand when you are an unbeliever. how do you how do you restitute how much can you be so restitution is an unrealistic demand it doesn't even make sense doesn't make sense if you've been stealing since you were a child Till when you were 50 and then you got born again. Where do you start paying from? It doesn't make sense. Once a man is born again, old things, behold all things.
2: Yeah.
4: I don't know, is the caller still there? I'm told we have a first caller on the program. I could come to you if you are still with us. Hello. Hello, good afternoon sir. Many thanks for joining us. Your name, where are you calling from? Good
1: afternoon sir.
4: My name is... Is, I don't know if I can hear it loud and clear. So my question, hello, my go question is that yes. first of all, I want to say thank you very much to our daddy in the Lord
0: thank you. for the way he teaching the word of God. I met him earlier this year, this year, and I'm in deep love with him. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you. My
4: thank question you. is that how can daddy help me to. To lead me with the the, the book of Judges that speak about something. How do you find Christ in all of those stories about yeah. something? That is my concern. Thank you very much.
0: Sir. In the story of Samson. All right. Well, I will advise you to get my teaching on. Um, I did. I did an. I. I. I did an overview of the whole Old Testament, bringing out Christ from every book. If you get my teaching on. Building and nurturing relationships. Building and nurturing relationships. I think it was, I can't remember the path, but it's one of those Sundays. that I did both first and second service. If you get that, that will help you to some extent. So get that series on building and nurturing relationships. And I have an overview of Christ in all the books of the Old Testament. Okay, so we can now
4: make our way. Um, just take one for the road out of you. Hello, Global Baba. I would use this medium to once again thank God publicly for empowering you to teach his word to the world the teachings of global Baba are changing and helping children of god all over the world it would not make sense if i forget to say hi to the intercontinental mr michael bush may god continue to bless him amen my name is ugoma Emmanuel from Uyo. my question is why wouldn't one obey one's parents after being independent does it mean obedience and respect are not synonymous global Baba, i come back to you first though this next caller hello Yeah, I understand.
1: Okay. You
4: are here now. Go ahead. Your name, where are you calling from?
1: Hello, Global Evangelist. Good. Yes. That's right. <laughs> my name is Ima Samuel. I'm calling from you? Yes, Ima. Papa, good afternoon.
0: Afternoon. Bless you and welcome.
1: God bless you, Papa. Thank you. Um, uh, my, my question this morning, uh, this afternoon, is um, on Genesis 4, 6, and 7. Okay. The Lord spoke to Cain. Uh, yes. And then um, in John 5.37, okay, let's say when Adam ate the fruits, God also spoke to Adam. Adam, where are thou? Yes. Then in Gen, uh, uh, um, John 5.37, Jesus said, no one has ever heard from God. Yes. Nor seen his shape in any way. Yes. So I want to know how then, how did God spoke to those guys? Okay. How, do you, how can you reconcile that, Papa, for
0: me? No, it's very easy. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1. God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spoke to the fathers in and by the prophets. So God spoke to those people through mediums. Visions, dreams, prophets, and uh, angels, and different mediums. That's how he spoke to them. But what He means by no man has seen God at any time nor heard his voice. is talking about God's visible physical presence and physical voice. That's what it means. Okay, so from
4: Uyo came a question by Ugoma Emmanuel, about obeying one's parents and asking whether obedience and respect are synonymous.
0: Well, obedience and respect are not because when you grow to the age of independence and your parents release you and you leave your father's house, you are no more answerable to your father. You now make choices. You make decisions. God gave every human being the right to be a free moral agent. The only time you obey your father and mother is while you're under their roof the moment you are out of their roof you are now an adult you make your choices and you live by the consequences of your choices and your father will not bear your consequences for you so that is why at that age if your father says something you have a right to tell your father i will not do that now thank you sir because you will be the one to face the outcome of those choices let's say A man is 35 and he steals And he's sentenced to prison His father will not follow him So because that time you're of age, you're an adult But as an underage It is your parents that will be cautioned For allowing you to misbehave That is why you obey them But once you have left them, you don't owe them obedience What you owe them is respect And how do you respect them? You give them money How do you respect them? You cater for their welfare when you are able How do you respect them? You visit them and you appreciate them for being who they are in your life. That is what the Bible means by honor. Our last caller, next. Hello. Hello.
4: Hello, sir. Many thanks for joining us. Your name, where are you calling from? Yes, sir, please. I have a little question for Papa. What is your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, sir. What is your name? Where are you yeah. calling from? So oh, my name is Anthony Harrison. Samson, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Ghana. Okay, Samson, go ahead. Um, so I want my name is Anthony Harrison. I'm calling from Ghana.
0: Go ahead, Samson. Go ahead.
4: I'm calling from Ghana. Okay,
0: uh, 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 producer,
4: can we make progress? We don't have time. Okay, so let's just go now next to Enugu. My name is Mrs. Ezinne Ono Global Baba. I write from Enugu State. I've been tremendously blessed by your teachings, my husband and me, Global Baba. Thank you so much for your labor. Sir, there are some questions I would love to you to please help me to attend to. Recently, I was doing a study on the Kingdom of God, and some questions arose in my heart that I am really trying to understand. One, was the Garden of Eden a physical place? If not, what then was it?
0: The Garden of Eden was not a physical location. The Garden of Eden, Eden, the word Eden means presence. So the Garden of Eden was the presence of God. Alright, when Adam and Eve sinned, God didn't see them in that presence. That's why I said, Adam, where are thou? Because where you're supposed to be in Eden, you're no more there. You're not in that presence. It wasn't a location. That's why in the New Testament, which is the explanation of the Old Testament, there's no word like Eden in the New Testament. Because the epistles have interpreted that word in a more new covenant way.
4: Okay. Don't worry about We round off with our entry. Miss Sonos entering. The battle of questions really. Were Adam and Eve in the kingdom of God before they sinned?
0: No, they were not. Adam and Eve were on earth. Innocent. Awaiting when they will make the choice to either be in the kingdom or not. And when they were of age to make the choice. They rejected the kingdom. And went for darkness. That's why they died. If they were ever in the kingdom, they wouldn't have died. Because once you are saved, you are eternally saved.
4: What really is the gospel of the kingdom, Global Baba? And why did Jesus emphasize on this message?
0: Well, in the four gospels, it was the gospel of the kingdom. Because the gospel of the kingdom is the announcement of the arrival of Jesus on earth. That's why he told them the kingdom is at hand. At hand means the kingdom has arrived. Then they were looking for the kingdom in the sky. Then Jesus said to them, the kingdom does not come by observation. The kingdom is among you. That is, the kingdom is here, I'm the kingdom. He was using those those adjectives to tell them I am here. But they couldn't get it. So that's why brother Paul to explain further, said the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So the kingdom was what was preached in the four gospels. But when Jesus died and rose, we don't preach the kingdom today. We preach his death, his burial, and his resurrection. When you believe that, the kingdom becomes a reality in your heart. Okay, Global Bye is that time of the program that we never look forward to.
4: The time to say uh, bye-bye. However, because um, this is the opening edition of uh, Ask the Counselor for Soterios Season 8, there is some breaking question we need to ask. Lobaba and the man of God died. Okay, T B Joshua. Okay, it looks like even some church leaders have um, carried on like Satan's um, representatives. Where exactly is the position of Power City International? Indeed, your own perspective on T B Joshua and his death.
0: Well, first of all, uh, when I heard the news, I was very sad. I mean, I, mean, I was sad because it was a Sunday morning. I heard about his death. I was just sad that morning and i said to mama oh my goodness i was quite sad for a while um, when it comes to such issues i'm a bit slow in making comments because first of all i've never met tb joshua secondly i've never spoken to him one-on-one thirdly i don't know where he was when he died fourthly i don't know what killed him okay so i can't say anything the only thing i have to say is that god comfort his family comfort his children comfort his wife. You know, that's all I've got to say. I've got nothing to
4: say. In the continental. You know, I said during the first service that I'm going to be doing this with you for the rest of my life. And I believe that that will be for so, so long. And it's for, it's for simple things like that, simple questions like that. That humanity that you show and the fact that we are not god we're just representing god and we should learn to show sympathy we should learn to show empathy every time fantastic point to leave this edition of the program my name is michael bush my producer is pastor ij quere complete with the production team and joins me now to bring on the man of the moment and for every moment global Barber, doctor abel
0: damina the intercontinental mr bush oh my goodness oh what a blessing what a blessing thank you again and we're doing this and we will keep doing this you know um uh, the audience on tv on radio those of you watching online and the live audience in the house here we want you to know we love you thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you the grace of god to answer your questions and bring to you clarity doctrinally in the message of christ remember we're live right now one to three on xlfm and we'll be live at three to five on passion fm this evening we'll be live on uh, inspiration 9 to 10 and we'll be live on Heritage 10 to 12 tomorrow morning, 5.45 a.m. XLFM, 9 to 11 radio aquaibom, 11, 11 to 1, one. 11, to to one, one. Aquaibum, 11 to 1 radio aquaibom, 11 to 1 radio Bomb, 1 to 3 XLFM, 3 to 5 passion, passion FM. F1. And tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. GMT plus 1, we're back to 30 days of glory in grand style. Let me announce Abia State. There's good news coming for you tomorrow because a guy and a sister has sent money for us to pay for 30 days of glory to be broadcasted in abia state life throughout so we're working on it you will get that news tomorrow and like i always say if there's anybody who wants to pay for radio you want to support us we'll be glad to get your support so we can get to more people so this gospel covers the earth we love you we look forward to being with all of you tomorrow and until then enjoy the grace of christ and be blessed goodbye from uyo nigeria amen Amen.